Coming up on this week's Salby and Lofty Lux, an epidemic of young people paying good money to make themselves look like aliens. In corridors of conspiracy, were the pyramids built to generate electricity? Ooh, and back by public demand, Derek the Psychic Seahorse will be here once again. This is Salby and Lofty Lux. From Studio Senseless in Leafy London Town. It's Sour B and Luff Deluxe. Welcome, weary travelers through day to day life. <laughs> To Salby and Lofty Lux, your brief sojourn from the worries of the world. I'm Brian Luff. And I'm Georgina Sowerby. And kicking off, as always, it's Matters Arising. Oh, oh good. Before, matters Arising. Before the official Matters Arising oh, yeah. I've written down, I've found my headphones. I know. I knew you would. Yeah. Some people have been hanging on the whole week. <laughs> Waiting to see if I found my headphones. And had you just put them I, somewhere different? Yeah, I thought they were the spare yeah, ones. You always put them I in put the them same away. place, don't you? So, first matters arising. <laughs> let's get on to the big stuff first. The big, of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's happening this week? Crumbs in the bottom of the cornflake box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Should okay. you eat them or should you throw them away? Oh, eat them every time. Do you know what the crumbs at the bottom of a box are really good if you heat some milk. And add the crumbs. It's like yummy porridge. Mm, mm. <laughs> Look at your you see, face. I'm not, I'm not the answer convinced. is no. I think you throw them away along it, with the teaspoons. Because there's don't nothing you? worse when you get the last proper bowl of cornflakes. Yeah, out, true, true. And un- underneath them is all the crumbs, and it just yeah. fills your nice bowl of cornflakes. <laughs> yeah. With horrible crumbs. It's like sawdust, really, yeah. isn't it? Sawdust cereal. But then, having said that, mm. I feel guilty yes, about throwing them away because it's wasting food. It is wasting. Tasting food, and none of us should be doing that. It's a conundrum. That. Now, I know that you like your uh, your crispy bits of chips, don't you? When you have chips, you like, what do you call them up north? You call them um, chips. Yeah, when you have chips. There's all the crumbs. Oh, left. scraps! Scraps, yeah. Now Come you, on, you love scraps. No, those aren't wasted. Those are bits of batter that you put on top yeah. of chips. Up north, they have delicious. Scraps. We don't have things like that in London. Chips and scraps, please. We're too posh. <laughs> well, so you should do. You're I, not living be, life to the fullest because though. you like scraps. So, uh, I, I thought you were going to say. Don't throw away the um, crumbs. I wouldn't tell you what to do. I just, I eat them. Matter arising, number two. Gravelax or Gravlax? Gravelax. There is a commercial Mm. running at the moment for three mobile. Annoys the shit out of me every time it comes on. Because... (laughs) No surprise Because Gravelax is spelt G-R-A-V-A-D-L-A-X. Yes. And it's dumbed down Uh by dumb people <laughs> to Gravlax, G-R-A-V-L-A-X. Maybe now, that's what the young for, people are for saying. For anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's um, it's salmon. It's smoked salmon. It's smoked with, salmon. With a kind with of dill. nice... Yeah, with dill on it, right? Yeah. And in this bloody commercial, not <gasps> only do they say Gravlax... Yes. 
but they they write it down and put it on a posh menu in a restaurant because <laughs> the whole the whole thing is set in a posh restaurant. Right. right? Yes. And they, this kid holds up this huge menu. Mm-hmm. There's no way in a million years that it, in that kind of restaurant it would say Gravlax. No. And every time I see it, it annoys me. <laughs> it doesn't annoy you, I can tell. It doesn't annoy You haven't even noticed, have you? I, did, I hadn't noticed it was spelt wrong. The whole commercial is based around him not knowing what it oh, means. Exactly. And then he finds out what it means. Yes. But if it's spelt wrong, then what what's happening in the world? Exactly. He has learned the lesson yeah. that if you go to 3Mobile uh, and search, mm. that you can find out the wrong information. <laughs> right? That's what he's learned in that well, commercial. Yeah, but the... It could just have two spellings. Matters arising number three. Yeah. Georgina, I gather you have an update on your friend's ghost. <laughs> yeah, the ghost. She tried the... Uh... This is, we should just say, if you've not heard this show before, this is a friend of Georgina mm. who lives just around the corner from here who's got a ghost in her loft. She has got a ghost in her loft. She bought a ghost detector off of Amazon and that shouldn't be legal. Uh, she tried to use it. She said she, she thought it had sort of worked because the lights flashed. And basically, that's the only thing that... I've told her to bring it in so I can have a look at this ghost Mm. detector because I'm going to hold it up against myself and see if the lights flash because I suspect they will. So it's still ongoing then, is it? No, no. Someone... Her son returned. He's been up there and there is a gap between the the floor and the roof and he suspects that animals are getting in, which is more or less what we all thought would be happening. It's going to be a fox. (laughs) But... Because you've heard the sound because she recorded... It's a very loud loud. sound. It's got to be a couple of foxes banging. Maybe, maybe. I don't know how they're getting up there, though. It's more likely probably to be squirrels or mice. Yeah. Big animals can get through small holes. No, but this is up on the the second floor. A mouse can get underneath a door, you know, with a a, a tiny little A mouse can get through something the size of a pencil head. Mice don't like peppermint. No. Uh, we have mice. We are putting down... No, have uh, you seen a mouse? We're putting down... I haven't seen a mouse since you since put I've down the peppermint. Since I've started to put peppermint down, mm. so don't scoff. Don't scoff and the whole flat smells yummily of peppermint. Yeah, it's a bit weird when you go in the bathroom and it smells of peppermint, though. <laughs> That's uh, fine. So uh, one more matter's arising. Yeah. Uh, thanks a million to all the listeners who joined our Zoom oh, Q&A. Oh, wasn't that fun. Last week. It was great fun. Uh, great to meet you all. Yes. Uh, if anyone out there would like to get involved in future zooms Ooh, with, uh, future with us zooms. you can upgrade to Salby and Luff VIP access uh, that was this week's matters arising next up flying saucers ate my pants flying saucers ate my pants in flying saucers ate my pants this week the rise of the alien face. Yes, okay. Now, this is a slight uh, sideways uh, step from what we normally do mm. in uh, aliens. I was I was looking for alien stories, and I found something online that was a story that was actually from Crouch End, which mm. is where we are right now. Yeah. Um, and it was a piece written by uh, a cosmetic surgeon, right, who has a practice in Crouch End, coincidentally, at the very same uh, building that our doctor's surgery is okay. in. Right? Okay. So, uh, for, for once, I'm not going to disguise his name because this is very interesting and it's something I'm particularly interested in. A cosmetic surgeon from Leafy Crouch End mm-hmm. called Stephen Harris. Yeah. Brackets, his real name. His real name. Says many patients now want to distort their faces like aliens. That aliens distort their faces um, or to look 
like aliens. Because, well, it's because he says yeah. they are chasing unrealistic and ridiculous Instagram beauty standards. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about here, just watch the current season <laughs> of The Apprentice. I knew you were going to say you know, that. There's a girl there with lips that are just like powder, 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 aren't they? They're every like, time. They're like little cushions. Every time she appears on screen, we cry <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Dr. Harris, that's his real name, actually uses the term alienization. Oh. Uh, this is how some doctors refer to distortion of facial features that are outside of the normal range. Normal range? For an individual human face. Okay. Uh, and then he goes on to furiously slam the more unscrupulous of his uh, cosmetic surgery uh, colleagues for pumping these particular patients full of way too much filler. Filler, We're yeah. so used to seeing this now, Georgina. I always love it. When I hear the word filler, I always think of concrete. It's bad, isn't it? <laughs> concrete face. Well, the thing is, it started off it with... It moves as much as concrete. It started off with lips, and now it's gone to cheekbones cheek yeah, and yeah, yeah. eyelids and eyebrows. Yes. Um, and, you know, he's right. Instagram is now full of hideously distorted faces. Now, it's sad to say, but these people are actually self-harming, in my view. But it's not their fault. They've been unconsciously brainwashed... <laughs> By other Instagram by, users. What about if they're being brainwashed by aliens? Well, that's though, possible as well. And the aliens are on Instagram going, look like us. I mean, look it, like yes, us. It is possible that the aliens just want us to look like them. Yeah. Uh, and that it's them that's doing it. But I, I wish and that face was, by face, they're turning everyone to I, aliens. I wish that was true. But it's Instagram users who have mm. already turned themselves into monsters mm. with alien like uh, features. Oh, we've got lips like Chinese weather balloons. <laughs> we've got eyebrows. <laughs> that arch skywards like yeah. Mr Spock yes. uh, cheekbones that are now in completely the wrong place for yes. human bone structure I mean, ba <laughs> yeah. basically they're kind of close to the eye yes. aren't they and yes. I get I get that because presumably that's to smooth out the laugh lines that you get underneath your eye but I always remember my mum looking at, I used to look at my mum's face and as she got wrinkles she just became more and more beautiful yeah. and when I said to her are you conscious of the lines she said I've earned these lines and I thought you're damn right there, lady. You're damn right. A few years ago, I went to Florida filming. Yes. Uh, and in Florida, that, I mean, I was with my old friend Benzie, and we spent our whole time laughing because old people in Florida, <laughs> yes. you know, people who are like 90, <laughs> yeah. walk around with, with facelifts. Yes. And they they reduce their, what they look like from, from 90 to about 60. Is or it 70. okay to do it at 90, but not at 20? Exactly. It's now caught on with kids, not, not yeah, just yeah, teenagers, yeah. literally, there's kids. Yeah. I mean, you don't need plastic surgery when you're 20. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. Michael Jackson did it, didn't he? Yeah. He completely destroyed his face yeah. with years of yeah. botched cosmetic surgery. Yeah. And at that time, many people said... And he, he could afford top guys, yes, presumably. Uh, yeah. And in those days, we used to say that he had what we would now call the mental health challenges. Uh, but now... That kind of exaggerated level of cosmetic surgery has become completely routine. It's mm. become normalised. Yes. Millions of young people are walking around with hideously distorted and deformed faces. 
So, um, you know, maybe the aliens in their UFOs are secretly <laughs> looking down. <laughs> They're laughing. And, They're and laughing at every single girl who does a duck face. Duck face, duck face, girl pulling a duck face. And they're going, ha, 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 our plan yeah. is working. They look like us more and more every exactly. day. The horrible truth is, OK, here's what happens. The more filler a cosmetic surgeon pumps into your uh, face, the more money they make. Yes. Right? And these people are far too greedy and dishonest to stop the treatment. Mm. They must be able to see what they're doing to some patients is harmful. But these days, less is more has become more is more. (laughs) More is more. More is more. It's the new more. It's the new more. More. (laughs) Just let's have more, please. So all these patients with way too much filler on their faces, pull a duck face, as you say, take a selfie, put it on Instagram. And other impressionable young people desperate to keep up with their peer group Mm -hmm. then see that picture and think to themselves, hmm, I want to look like that. Or worse, I'd better look like that. Yes, Or I'll get bullied. Yeah. That's the really scary... Maybe eventually the only person with a natural face will be the person everyone's looking at and going, ugh, what's wrong with her face? Mm. Do boys do it too? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Distorting your face to an unnatural degree is a form of self-harm. That's the serious point Mm. that this podcast is now making. And, you know, this this practice surely has a direct connection to body dysmorphic disorder. Yes. And it's an epidemic. Bad cosmetic surgery is spreading like coronavirus through through the population. Soon we'll have a whole generation of kids who look like aliens and that will become the new normal. Dentists. Now, dentists are guilty. I know dentists aren't your favourite. Dentists are guilty of a similar dishonest trade. How many kids have you seen with perfectly normal teeth sporting braces on their teeth? A lot. Another epidemic. And that's been going on for years. Braces have become a fashion accessory. They are in Japan. You can get them in different colours and in different lights. So You know, it always amazes me when kids go on X, used to go on X Factor, right? Mm. And they would go on with braces on their teeth. Now, you could have those taken off. If you knew you were going to go on TV, you could have them temporarily removed, couldn't you? And then put them back after you'd done your TV show. (laughs) But no, they don't, because it's a fashion accessory. Now, here's the really scary bit, Georgina. Mm -hmm. Eventually, natural selection will take over. Yes. The humans with the most grotesque alien faces and mouths full of metal will be thought of as the most attractive. Yes, but by underneath, the opposite yeah, sex. but underneath they'll just be normal. I mean, it's plastic surgery. So if you start selecting people with the biggest cheekbones and the biggest lips, underneath they're still human. They're not going to give birth to a little baby alien, are they? They're going to give birth to someone who's normal and then they go and get the plastic surgery 16 years later, the, however long it is. But if that is considered to be attractive, then those people will get together and be more likely to reproduce. So in a thousand years, all human beings will have giant inflated lips, cheekbones on their foreheads, and tiny weenie upturned noses like Disney versions of Peter Pan. (laughs) My passing thought on this Mm -hmm. is don't get brainwashed by Instagram and then conned and ripped off by some cynical, unscrupulous doctor who should be struck (laughs) off the medical register for grievous bodily harm. There, I said it. More flying saucers ate my pants next time. Coming up, it's the cosmetically perfect Thesaurus Warus. If you'd like to follow this podcast on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Sourbee and Laugh. You can visit our website, 
which is sowerbyandluff.com or keep in touch by becoming a member of our busy Facebook group, Salby and Luff's fully optimised social media network. S-O-W-E-R-B-Y-A-N-D-L-U-F-F We've got the wonderful Thesaurus Walrus in the studio with us today. Hello, Georgina. Hello, TW. How are you? Are you wet enough? Have you got enough sweets? I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. Today's target word, I'm not sure why we're suddenly calling it a target word, but let's go with it. What's a target word, Georgina? I've no clue at all. It's a word. Today's word for which I would like you to think of words that mean the opposite of it. Yes, that's what I always do, isn't it? Yes, today's word is nonsensical 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 please um, okay non so the opposite of nonsensical mm-hmm. must be sensical sensical it's a great word is sensical a word i Georgina? don't think it is no but i'll go with it because it means the opposite if something is nonsensical then sensical is indeed opposite of that um intelligent yes um reasonable reasonable yes Sane. Sane. Okay. Um, conversant. I like the word conversant. Yes, conversant is a lovely word to say. Yes, okay. Sensible. Yes. Um, serious. Serious. Counter nonsensical. (laughs) Counter nonsensical. I love that. Non. Non. Nonsensical. Non nonsensical. Non nonsensical. I'm loving that very much. Uh, TW, thank you as always. Your sweets are in reception. And uh, will we see you next week? I can't think of any more. No, that's fine. That's fine. That'll do. Thanks for 18 years of hilarious entertainment. You just leave such a lasting impact of happiness. I, I could not have imagined the last 18 years without you guys. It was goofy and I liked it so I started listening to it when I was running at the YMCA and it just took off from there and it, like I said I introduced the family to it and we all became listeners. When like it's a rough day it refreshes the brain and you know a good laugh here and there is really wonderful. Yours is the only podcast I have ever subscribe to we've been on this journey together keep it up don't stop love you both go to patreon.com forward slash studio senseless and become a patron of sour Bee and luff deluxe there is a place where dreams live nothing so much still to come on sour Bee and luff this week the power plants of ancient egypt <laughs> yes chocolate teapots chocolate teapots and derek the psychic seahorse Woo-hoo. don't bogart the finger monkey what have you got for us this week <laughs> on don't bogart the finger monkey Georgina? you know the expression as useful as a chocolate teapot yes uh, it's one of my favorite expressions actually. yeah and it means that something is pointless or useless mm. because a chocolate teapot would melt if you put something hot in it yeah Scienticians mm. have done experiments, and as long as the chocolate is more than one centimetre thick, a chocolate teapot won't melt. <laughs> no way. No, that's a thing. A centimetre thick? A centimetre of well, chocolate. It would, it would slowly melt. It would slowly melt, but it would still work. As a teapot. But for how long, Georgina? It doesn't matter. It, would, it doesn't matter. We're going to have to think of a whole new phrase. Unless we say, um, as useful as a chocolate teapot whose chocolate teapotedness <laughs> is less than one centimetre. Yeah. I'd love to try it. I suppose we could say that. Can you actually buy a chocolate teapot anywhere? I don't. 
don't think you can. I was once given chocolate that, that you stir into that, that, hot water so you make a hot chocolate. You see, Georgina, if I had been researching this section of the programme, that would have been one of the first things yes. I looked up, is can you actually buy a chocolate teapot? Well, the thing is, I was once given chocolate on a stick, yeah. and basically you add it to, to hot water or hot milk, and you stir, the, you stir this stick round, and it makes hot chocolate. <laughs> I'm going to put my hands up. I'm not sure what nice person bought me it. It was probably a Christmas present. But <laughs> I just ate it like a lollipop. Well, why not? I just ate the chocolate and now I feel guilty because I didn't make a hot chocolate with it. Talking about um, hot chocolate, you, you showed me this week to my horror that the, the hot chocolate that you buy, <gasps> the, the packaging has got smaller. No, no, but you've been moaning about that. You have said every time I open this, it's only half full. And they've responded to your moans by making the whole of the plastic container half the size. And in theory, I suppose. Yes. But everything it's is still getting half full. smaller. It's still half Have full. Have you seen a Mars bar recently? I've written down dogs and car windows. What's dogs, going on there? Dogs and car windows. Um, a proposed bill in Philadelphia. Yeah. I've got a question mark next to that. I'm not sure why. Right. <laughs> Maybe it's not Philadelphia. That's not filling me but with confidence. Let's go with Philadelphia because why not? Um, a proposed bill is going to stop dogs. From putting their heads out of windows when a car is travelling. How can you do Why? that? Why would you take How that can... away from dogs? How do you enforce that? I suppose you can stop, the police can stop anyone with an open window with a dog's head coming I'm out of it. I've suddenly got the image in my head of a dog being asked to step out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? And the next thing you see yeah, is yeah, the dog yeah, yeah, yeah. leaning on, it's on its hind legs. <laughs> leaning on it's leaning with its front paws on top of the car and there's a there's a traffic cop standing behind it patting it down patting it down i love or using one of those metal detectors to see if it's got any blades on it i love it when a dog sticks its head out i know so do i with its tongue lolling its tongue waving in the wind flap 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 and what's the reason what's the reason for outlawing this yeah maybe they just think it's dangerous but it's i mean i'm thinking maybe the same people will propose a bill to stop humans from skipping because they're killjoys aren't they let the dogs have their moment let them flap in the wind yes absolutely it's nice to flap in the wind it is (laughs) that's another horrible thought you've put in my mind now georgina (laughs) thank you i can't unsee that now no and last but not least on don't bogart the finger monkey yes Japan, I was learning, I was trying to learn a bit of Japanese because I feel ignorant. Yeah, I was. And I haven't done very well so far. Ah. But when I was looking up the word for um, sorry, because basically I went out the other day and when I came back, I wrote down all the things people had said to me because I found it amazing. I'd gone out and at least seven people had said sorry to me. Do you know when you get in someone's way so someone says sorry or you think you're in the wrong place in the queue and someone said sorry and I reached for something on a shop shelf at the same time as someone else and they said, oh, sorry. Only and I in thought, Britain. People, people are apologising to yeah. me left, right and centre. I must have that look on my face we, that goes, apologise now or I will take you out. We are professional apologisers yeah. in this country, aren't we? Yes. It's one of the things we do best. We do queuing yes. brilliantly. Queuing and And apolo- we do yeah. saying, saying sorry. Saying sorry. Yes. But but turns out the Japanese have 20, 20 different words for sorry. 
So I looked up you, and I thought... Do you know any of them? No, no. I, don't, I don't know the words, but <laughs> right. these are the different types. Oh, OK, right. These are the different types of sorry okay. that you can say in Japanese. There is an informal sorry. There mm. is a formal sorry, which yeah, makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? There's a friendly sorry, as in sorry. Um, there's a casual sort of my bad sort of sorry yeah and um, there's a business one mm. and there's a polite one there's also i'm too embarrassed to face you sorry which i think i ought to learn or just say i'm too embarrassed to face you sorry um there's also i i have no excuse sorry a regret sorry and also a i think you ought to reflect on your past on, and I need to reflect on my past sorry. Isn't that what... See, is when there, we say sorry, we just say it with different inflections, so the different things mean different things, is, don't they? Is there a Japanese word for when sorry seems to be the hardest word? <laughs> no, but I was wondering if there's a Japanese word, because you know when two people are fighting when they're little and you say, say sorry to your sister, and someone goes, sorry, Yeah. and so, you know it doesn't, and you have to say, no, say is, it like you mean it, sorry. Was that one of the ones on the list sarcastic <laughs> well, sorry that, no they don't seem to have sarcastic sorry so maybe japanese people are not sarcastic maybe, maybe they're that's, not maybe that's a british or maybe, thing yeah well. maybe when they're apologizing they're just too nice and they actually mean it whereas in britain we say sorry like we don't mean it all the time hmm. okay well that's a good selection of uh, don't bogart the finger <laughs> Isn't monkeys it? i think that, that, that has bombarded people with all the information to go away and think because this week do you know what i found out this week the brain is the organ in the body that uses the most calories. So the more you think, the more weight you lose. So if, for example, you have a piece of cake and you want to lose those calories, all you have to do is think of some great theological argument mm. in your head and you will get rid of all those calories. I, that's that's the method that I use to lose weight, Georgina. Yeah, it is. If You're I'm gonna, always thinking. If I'm uh, going to have a piece of cake, for example, yes. before I have the cake, I think very yeah. hard about the a cake. About having yeah. some cake. Sometimes for hours. Yeah. <laughs> so that by the time I have the cake, yes. I've used up enough calories. Yes. To enable to, myself to, to, to balance to the, eat the eating cake. of the cake. So there'll be more Bogart the Finger Monkey in the next Albin Luff Deluxe coming up. Corridors of Conspiracy and name that fish, but first, it's words that are nice to say. Sourby and Luff Deluxe. This week's word that is nice to say is cylindrical. Oh. Let's say it together. Cylindrical. cylindrical turn to someone close to you Aww. look deep into their eyes grasp their face <laughs> firmly in your hands and say cylindrical. cylindrical place it in a sentence for us georgina pringles come in a cylindrical box or or uh, a horizontal cylindrical still is employed in the distillation of kerosene <laughs> <laughs> Straight off the wiki page. <laughs> That's cylindrical. cylindrical, this week's official word that is nice to say on Sal being Lufty Lux. Oh, cylindrical. Next up, Corridors of Conspiracy. Corridors of Conspiracy. What have you got for us, Georgina? One of my favourites this week 
<laughs> one of my favourites, that the pyramids were built by um, the Egyptians with the help of aliens. Yes, yes. As, in fact, power plants rather power. than rather than burial mounds. As power plants. Now, well, I, I have heard this, but yes. I've never really looked into it in any great detail. The idea is that people can't get their heads around that someone, a king, was considered so important... Mm that people went and built something for 20 years. Now, they've worked out, in order to build the Pyramid of Giza, mm. it would have taken 20,000 people 20 years if they worked 24 hours a day. Wow. And they had to go and get the stone from somewhere else, and it was granite, and it was heavy. And everyone who thinks this is a weird thing to do in order to bury your dad think that there must be another reason why the pyramids were built. Well, full employment, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I know, it is a kind I mean, of... if you're employing 20,000 people for 20 years continuously, yeah. it's like the old thing about getting someone to dig a hole and dig then, a hole and and then fill, it fill it in. It in. Yeah. It's, they must have been 100% employment, surely, <laughs> in those days, and that's got to be a good thing. Weren't they slaves, though? I'm not sure they were employed. Weren't they just whipped into submission? I don't know. Anyway, so some people think... Now, when you look at a pyramid, they're doing more and more research... And in the Pyramid of Giza, there's a little like, sort of cellar thing underneath where they buried the king. A cellar thing, yeah. For the queen. What they call it is uh, the queen's chamber. Right. Chamber is the word I was looking for, not cellar. The queen's let's, let's chamber. Let's take out the word cellar and add it. Add in the word queen's chamber. Was that not somewhere for the queen to go to the toilet after <laughs> she died? This queen's chamber, yeah. they think, is where the Egyptians were given the information by the aliens yeah. on how to create electricity. Right. This, well, they've sent... Three thousand years ago, yeah, yeah, electricity, yeah. electricity, yeah. and they, there's little, there's little pipes coming off it, yeah, and there's copper pipes in the queen's chamber. They've only just discovered this copper wires, copper wires, yeah, yeah. and they think that that's that's why they think they're creating electricity. Well, that's how they would move the electricity, but where, yeah. how was it generated? Zinc and hydrochloric acid mixed together to form a combustion which creates. Energy. So they mix those things together. Yeah. Did they mix those things together in the chamber? Yeah. And basically, it's next to the Nile, so the water could come in, and then the copper wires took it all the way up to the top of the pyramid. And electricity came out of the top, and, and that was their way of contacting the aliens. And, uh, yeah, hang on. And then, what did they do with the electricity? Because did all the did all the uh, homes in <laughs> in Egypt have electric light bulbs, for example? Because it's all very well they're making this electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, what maybe, did they use it for? I think they just used it to contact the aliens that had given them the idea in the first place. Hang on, look. If aliens yeah. um, came to Earth, and I'm not saying they didn't, if they did, yeah. right, and they no, decided, you can say they didn't, and they decided to build a power plant, yes, or teach the the local people how to build a power plant, yeah, wouldn't they teach them how to do it in a way that it would take maybe a year yes. to build <laughs> using the types of materials that you <laughs> normally use to build a power plant? Yes. Why would they teach the Egyptians, yeah. how to build a power plant mm -hmm. using stone that was inconveniently far away yes. <laughs> piled up so high yes. that it took 20,000 people 
20 years to do it. Well, I, I can, yeah, I can answer that question. That's not technology, no, is it? No, I can answer the question because it's a great big practical joke on behalf of the aliens. One alien said to the other, what are we going to do? And we'll say, and they were saying, well, we'll tell them they can generate electricity. And the alien said, they don't know what electricity is. And they said, go with me on this one. We'll tell them that you've got to build it out of granite, which is a long way away. You've got to take about 20 years. And the alien goes, that's brilliant. Do you think they're going to do it? And they go, no, they've already started they've started building <laughs> the pyramid and they're building out of go yeah they're going for miles to collect this granite and bringing it back you see granite is well known for conducting electricity so who knows maybe the so, aliens did give them so that. they came back maybe five years later yeah right <laughs> yeah and and said to each other how's it going yeah said, well not yeah, very well yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not it's not gone up one story yet <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I would love to think yeah. that the Great Pyramid of Giza was yeah. built to transmit electricity in well, some way. But but if you've got the technology to fly halfway across the universe, yeah. you've, you've got the technology to not have to build a, a power plant using stone. Yes, in a pile. Well, they in did the middle think of the desert. they do. Some people think that these pyramids are basically giant batteries, and um, but other people, because they say all oh, these pyramids, um, burying the dead in the pyramids, isn't mentioned on any of the hieroglyphics anywhere. But I did a very small amount of research and came up with two papyrus mm. that actually said yes, these are indeed burial chambers. So I don't know how hard this lot are looking, but they also said that Tesla based his Tesla tower on the pyramids but this is where it gets interesting because the whole that tesla was funded by jp morgan and jp morgan was in last week's corridors of conspiracy because he funded the sinking of the titanic <laughs> so tesla and jp morgan jp morgan basically is behind a lot of this shit hold on are you saying that <laughs> J.P. Morgan the, 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 sponsored no, the No, are you saying you seem to be saying that the pyramids yeah. have got something to do with the sinking of the Titanic? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Is that what you're saying? All the way, yeah, and it's all J.P. Morgan's fault. I don't think we can top that, can no, we? No, no, I don't think we so, can. <laughs> more corridors of conspiracy next time mm. on Say I've Been Luft Deluxe. But first, materialising from beyond the veil. It's Derek, the psychic seahorse. To get exclusive bonus content for this podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash studio senseless and upgrade to Sour B and Luff VIP access. We're joined in the studio by Derek, the psychic seahorse. Georgina, this is Derek, the psychic seahorse. In the essence, in the physical body. Welcome, Derek. How are you this week? I'm sensing Georgina at this moment in the residual energy. What is it? There's an interference in the ether, Georgina. There's a turbulence in the ethereal liquid. Thank you, Sam. And what does the turbulence tell you, Derek? It's in the firmament, Georgina. It's a disturbance in the celestial solvent. Get on with it. It's a spirit stepping forward, Georgina. Ooh, who is it? He says his name is James. James who? He says his name is James the First. James the First would not refer to himself as James the First. Don't you want to talk to him, Georgina? Not really. There's another spirit stepping forward. Who is it? It's Richard the Third. Really? Do you want to talk to Richard the Third? No, thank you. Charles the Second? No. George the Fifth? No. George the Sixth? No. What about George Michael? Oh, the George Michael? Yes. Go on then. No, wait. 
It's not the George Michael. It's a George Michael. Oh. He's a project manager from Birkenhead. Let's wrap this up, shall we? I'm fading, Georgina. I'm sinking into the ectoplasmic soup. Georgina. Georgina. Derek the Psychic Seahorse will be back next time. Or maybe he won't. Sour Bee and Love Deluxe. More from Derek the Psychic Seahorse next week. But now it's time for Name That Fish. We are the mice who live under the sink and we like eating peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yes, yes, it's time for uh, Name That Fish. Okay. That is the uh, the fish you will recall, Georgina. This is my favourite part of the for, show for, now. I love naming fish. Anyone who's not heard this podcast before, we'd started about 20 years ago with a uh, thing called Name That Bird. Name the bird, and did, the bird was a plover. We did Name That Car, Name That Motorbike. We na- did name, name the insect. Name that, yes, Name That Insect. Uh, I wasn't even sure that it was possible yes. to record a fish. No, right? but it was. But I looked into it. Mm-hmm. I looked into the tech of it. And this <laughs> is a genuine recording of a fish <laughs> yeah, made <laughs> underwater. Yeah, it's a fish course. that's having a party is so what Georgina, it is. So, Georgina, you're going to have three episodes to uh, to try and guess this. You failed to guess it in the last episode. All right. Uh, you're going to have a crack at guessing okay. what the fish no, is I'm, and I'm, then, this week and next week. I think I'm going to guess it this week. So right. we may not need a next week. Do you want to hear it one more time? Yes, please. Okay. Um, is it a sardine? A, su- a tiny little sardine. <laughs> it's not going to make a huge booming noise like that, is okay, it? Okay, okay. I'll go for a bigger fish. Is it a sea trout? It is not a sea trout. I don't know if this fish is bigger or smaller than a sea trout. Is it a guppy fish? It is not a guppy fish. Is it a puppy fish? No. Is it a red snapper? No. Is it a blue snapper? It's not a blue snapper. Is it a purple snapper? It's not a purple snapper. Is it snapper. a yellow snapper? Is it an orange snapper? There's no such thing. Is it Hold a on. white snapper? There's no such thing. I'm as saying snapper now and it's snapper. There's no such thing as a yellow snapper. Okay. Is it a shark? No. No. Oh, but am I getting warmer? No. <laughs> okay, it isn't a shark. Is it the shard? Shard. Shard. No. Is it white bait? It's not white bait. Is there such a thing as yellow bait? Yes. Jail bait. <laughs> <laughs> jail, you can't say jail bait. Okay. And it's um, not a fish. It's not a fish. Is it tuna? No. Is it tuna with sweet corn? Tuna with sweet corn? Yeah. I'm not allowing that. <laughs> that clearly is not a fish. It's a yummy fishy That's sandwich, What though. you're doing there, Georgina, is you're filling. Right, OK. Is it a scallop? <laughs> Did you get, a... get it? Filling? Yeah, filling. Oh, sorry. I Yeah, I didn't it's, appreciate that brilliant pun. It's not a scallop. I love a scallop. You do Georgina. love a scallop. Is have, a scallop a fish, we, though? We haven't had scallops. Or is it a crustacean? I, it's, a, it's seafood. It's seafood. But this is not named that seafood. <laughs> seafood and eat it. Is, is it an oyster? Uh, not an oyster. Is it a wobble gun? Well, hang on. An oyster's definitely not a fish. I know. No. <laughs> but if we're going with a scallop, I can go with In fact, oyster, an oyster, right? is about yeah, as far away from a fish. An oyster, when it moves along, goes clap. Clack, 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 doesn't, it? doesn't it? Make, so I don't know that. It doesn't make this doom, sound, doom, though. Doom, 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 doom. Is it a wobble gong? It's not a wobble gong. Is it really not a wobble gong? No, I, don't, I love saying I've wobble never, gong, so I could say wobble gong again. I've never heard of wobble a wobble gong. Wobble gong, wobble gong, I've never wobble heard, gong. Stop saying wobble, wobble gong. gong. I've never heard of wobble gong. Okay, is it a Christmas tree fish? It's not a Christmas tree fish. Is it an Easter egg fish? It's not an Easter egg fish. Okay. One more guess. One more guess. Yeah. Is it a red-lipped... 
Batfish. <laughs> you save the best till last. <laughs> oh, I always do. If, is there really a thing called a red-lipped batfish? If there isn't, there needs to be. That's a fantastic guess, Georgina. But yeah. sadly, yes, you have failed. I have failed to, to name dum, this dum, fish. Dum, 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 you failed to dum, name the fish. Dum, dum, One dum, dum. last chance for Georgina to solve. Name that fish next, <laughs> next week. week. Meanwhile, we have once again yes. emerged blinking against the sunlight <laughs> at the far end of the long, <laughs> dark tunnel that is this podcast. Thank you to all involved, yeah. including Thesaurus Walrus, oh, yeah. uh, the mice who live under the sink, no, I'm not thanking who them. love peanut butter, No, and of course, Derek the Psychic Seahorse. He's too cute. We'll see you again next week. Say au revoir, Georgina. Au revoir, Georgina. Sour Beer Lofty Lunch was written and presented by me, Brian Luff. And me, Georgina Sowerby. The announcer was Big Mal from Denver. Music by Curiosity Shop and Kevin McLeod. Technical supervisor was Dame Alan Benz. Thesaurus Warus Jr. appeared courtesy of Skegness Seal Sanctuary. All celebrity voices were impersonated. No mice were harmed during the making of this programme. To listen to exclusive bonus behind-the-scenes content for this podcast, upgrade to Salvian Love VIP access. This was a Salvian Love production for Studio Senseless in leafy London town. <laughs> Will you tickle my fanny?